speak for other persons, but I can say for myself that this message has been growing internally. And by the grace of God, I'm understanding the plan more and more. As I asked the Holy Spirit again last night and this morning, why are we stuck in this place in the longest series ever on this subject of be not deceived? What is this about? And the Lord began to reveal more about the persons outside of your square. The world at large needs to know that when we say from the Bible, these things are foretold. God does not predict the future. God foretells the future. Don't let anyone confuse you about that. A prediction is a guess. A prediction is an educated, I think so. God doesn't predict future. God foretells. And what he tells comes to pass. But if you're saying to someone, the Bible says, they'll be looking for evidence. How can you back up your argument? You're saying that the Bible says and the Bible is true. The Bible is the word of God. How can you prove it? When you begin to talk about the prophetic nature of the word of God, everything that God has foretold has come to pass. And now you can show in real time what is about to come to pass and the remainder of this book is already at hand. With evidence, you can prove that it's already at hand. Amen. And that's why the lesson, the the text, the, the teaching has been so intense in the same spot. Because this is where we're living right now. This is where we're standing right now. You know the opening text Luke 21, 8. I just pray that that persons have been looking beyond today and studying what the scripture is saying, going deeper beyond what the preacher is saying. Are you looking in your private time at the word of God? Amen. And getting ahead, not ahead of me because I'm not leading anything. I'm following the Holy Spirit. Okay. But you in your private time, are you reading your Bible on a daily basis? Are you seeking after God? Are you saying, why this subject? Why right now? How is it significant to me? Luke 21, 8. And he said, take heed that ye be not deceived. For many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ. And the time draws near. Go ye not therefore after them. This is the warning that we've started with each time. To tell us that Jesus himself points and indicates a particular time in which we should not be deceived, but taking heed. And I am listening to Jesus on this subject. I'm trusting that what he is saying is true. We looked at the deception going across the nation in 2 Thessalonians. And how that God has already forewarned us about the rise of that one we call the Antichrist and where that person would come. Now, I almost went in the direction of trying to analyze who the Antichrist is and will be. But the question came, is that germane or as important as knowing the time of the Antichrist? People have guessed for years and named several U.S. presidents, They've done anagrams of, oh, that person's name is 666. That must be. And all of them have been proven wrong. 
People have been guessing, oh, it's that one. They'll come from Europe. They'll, they'll come from uh, uh, Turkey. They'll come from uh, the Middle East. All over the place, people have tried to guess. And it's come to naught. Nothing has come of it. Guessing the name of the person is not the point that we're making. The timing and the season is more important. So you might know if I said to you, if you stand in the road, a car will come and it will hit you. You need to move out of the road. Now, you tell me, the license and registration of the car, is that more important or you getting out of the road? <laughs> Get out the road. It doesn't matter about the license, the registration. Is it a man driving? Is it a woman driving? Is it, are they, what? That, that, is, that doesn't matter. Get out of danger. Get out of the road. Amen? So we're pointing at this time and, and screaming to the world, get out of the road. This is coming. Get out of the way. This is what we're dealing with now. So we are understanding what the Holy Spirit is saying. We looked at the days of Noah. We looked at the prophecy regarding that time tells us what was happening in the days of Noah. Man was going crazy. There was Nephilim being born as a result of angels mingling themselves with the seed of men producing giants. We talked about the false prophets and the Antichrist working together to produce miracles through the power of devils deceiving the nations. That's where we stopped last time. Now we approach today. And we ask the Lord to take us further in our understanding. Now, you are students of the word. I believe that all present are students of the word of God. Amen. That the Bible is not a strange book to you. That you don't open it and say, wow, what is that? No, you open it and you understand it. And because the Holy Spirit is in you, I trust his work in you to cause you to understand his word. Amen. Now look at knowledge on this hand. If we understand that there will be a falling away, that's Revelation, uh, uh, 2 Thessalonians 2, verses 3 and 4, men fall away because of what they have seen performed by the devils. They now surrender to take his mark. When you look at Revelation 13, 13, it talks about the mark of the beast. And this mark is something that once you have taken it, you have aligned yourself Basically with the devil. That's the best way I can say it. So Revelation 13, 13 tells us, And he doeth great wonders, so that he maketh fire come down from heaven on the earth in the sight of men, and deceiveth them that dwell on the earth by the means of those miracles which he had power to do in the sight of the beast, saying to them that dwell on the earth that they should make an image to the beast, which had the wound by his sword and did live. Again, I could, I could go off right there because there are those scholars who, who presume that this beast was actually Nimrod who was decapitated and that that is the person that they will resurrect who will be the Antichrist. Whether that is true or not is a subject for another study, but not for right now. Verse 15, and he had power to give life unto the image of the beast 
that the image of the beast should both speak and cause that as many as would not worship the image of the beast should be killed. Verse 16. And he calls it all. Look at the, look at the language here. And he calls it all both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark in their right hand or in their foreheads. And that no man might buy or sell, say he that had the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. There are three conventions that are mentioned there. There's the mark. There is the name. And there is the number. So if you are found having any one of those three conventions, you are included in the mark of the beast. And unless you have one of those three, verse 17 tells us you are not included in the commerce system of the day. Verse 18, here is wisdom. Let him that hath understanding count the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man. And his number is 600, three score, and six. We call it 666 conventionally. Now, as your holy imagination is working inside of you, how can you have a system that can affect the commerce of the planet. What can you do to make sure that every person is either included or excluded from the system? It has to be something that is present everywhere. I can name one substance quickly that is present everywhere. Everyone sit up straight, sit up straight. Inhale, exhale. Inhale, exhale. That substance that you just partook in is around the world. Oxygen, ladies and gentlemen. Every person around the planet is breathing. Hello, <laughs> science break, every person who is upright around the planet is inhaling oxygen. Do I have anyone who would like to disagree with the statement I just made? So if something is aerosol, it means it can permeate the air, the air that persons breathe. If you had access to all of the air space around the planet, could you not then introduce something that everyone, like it or not, would have to participate in? They, they say, oh, I'll hold my breath for, for 200 years. I don't think you'll last that long, but you can try it. <laughs> yes, so, so you have to breathe the air. Are you understanding where we're going with this? So it, there's something that all persons would have to have contact with at some level in order for them to be infected or unaffected by this. Because there's so many versions of what the mark of the beast is. I elected not to chase all rabbits. I elected to look at one area. I am not saying to you that this is exclusively and conclusively all that it could be. But I will offer something that actually is doable. As a means and a method, 
a method of delivering that mark to every person around the planet. Is everyone with me so far with what I'm saying? So when you look at this technology that we're now going to discuss, we title this the generic or the genetic mark of the beast. Something that is so integral that every person can be affected simultaneously regardless of where they are on the planet. Earlier in our first series, we talked about chemtrailing. And one of the things being sprayed in the chemtrails is nanoparticulate or nanoparticles. Those nanoparticles are dispersed in the atmosphere, including strontium, barium, and aluminum. In those dispersals, persons on the ground are breathing in these substances so that we are now filled with nanoparticulates. While men slept, others were doing things. When you do your research and you look online, you will see chemtrailing is not a Western thing. Chemtrailing is a global thing. They're not just spraying in Britain or just spraying in America. They're spraying everywhere. So while men are asleep, this aerosol network has been laid out around the planet. Why? Because there's something that's needed to be in place before. I don't know if, if any of you are hunters. I don't see any, any great hunters in here. Men who are great hunters or women who are, I'll go that way. Women who are great hunters. One thing about the hunting is that you have to lay the trap before the prey gets there. It's a bit pointless after the prey goes through. You say, oh, let me put a trap there. It's too late. You don't, you don't do it like that. You lay, a, you lay a trap first before your prey comes along. So spraying the atmosphere, preparing everything first, putting the nanoparticulates out there that persons will inhale, knowing they will go into the bloodstream, go into the body, they're sitting there dormant. Now this is not science fiction, this is science fact. I'm not making it up, and I invite any person listening online or anywhere else to do their research. This term we see in front of you, CRISPR, is a DNA editing sequencer. CRISPR stands for Cluster Regularly Interscaped Short Palindromic Repeats. That's why they call it CRISPR, because it's a long thing to say. It allows scientists to add a third strand to your DNA. Now let that sink for a minute. This is not something they're trying to develop. This is something that is. It's a method of altering your DNA, as you see on the image on the, your left. Should look like that. Should have two strands. One's from your mother, one's from your father. 22 chromosomes, I believe. What you're looking at with the third strand is the added strand using the CRISPR technology, you can add a third strand of DNA to a human being right now. 
black programmable matter and human DNA. The programmable matter is what the third strand consists of. It is an amalgamate. This third strand of DNA, as I have researched, and I'll show you in a minute here, can be triggered, programmed, activated by 5G or wide gig, which takes you up to the 60 gigahertz range and will be used to program the DNA. Now, what are we talking about? Altering the genetic code to make humans accessible by a system. It will come together before your eyes. If I can alter your genetic structure, I can change you. Now, black programmable matter, it can, be, it can form anything. It can change into anything. It can be made into anything from amphibious frogs to birds. That particular, it's as easy as writing code on a computer to a program to alter the way the program behaves. When you see how it works, then you understand how easy it is to change the genetic structure of a person. The triple helix is what it becomes now. Once the third strain is added, it's called the triple helix. It's a double helix before it's altered. Afterwards, it's a triple helix, changing mankind into the beast. This will be mingling of iron and clay, as mentioned in Daniel 2.33. The prophecy says that the feet of the statue would be mingled with iron and clay. That is the alien technology mixed in with the human organism to create another being. Now, if you follow the logic, how can I assure that you and you and you and all the world receive a mark? How can I, how can I make that applicable to you? Am I, I going to line you up and have you have a little stamp on your, on your wrist? It's not even practical. It will take you years and years and years to cover the planets and to individually initialize every person. But if you've got an aerosol particulate that people have already inhaled, breathed in, the nanoparticle is inside of the body already. Awaiting activation. The frequencies that are being used with 5G are to the level that the genetic code can be altered with this third strand. That is the programmable strand. It's called synthetic biology. It is capable of replicating or copying itself, creating further synthetic matter within the human body. So when I say, I reject Jesus, I reject his system, I accept the beast system, I want to be a part of this group. How many have ever, I don't know in this group, but how many have ever had to call the cable or the phone service about your, quote, Wi-Fi. I've done, I've done many times many calls about the Wi-Fi. You're sitting there on the phone, and they're sitting there saying, I can see your box, I can see the problem. I'm gonna send a signal to your box, it's gonna restart. And you say, okay. <laughs> Wait a minute, you're not, even, you're not in my house. How are you gonna send me a signal? I'm gonna send it through the Wi-Fi. So that's, nanoparticulate in the body of the person, once they accept the beast system, 
The signal is sent to the programmable DNA, which codes them with his mark. Are you understanding? Sending the signal to the individuals, so now the, a network has been formed of all those who agree with the beast. Instantaneously. This, ladies and gentlemen, is what I believe is happening right now. There's a quote from Andrew Hessel from Autodesk. He's a distinguished researcher. He says, we are working with programmable bacteria, a computer model of a living cell that we can write code to using what? A laptop. This is the scientist talking. This is not me. This is the scientist saying. We can write code to this programmable bacteria. Just like you're sitting there, I can send a Wi-Fi signal to that bacteria inside of another being, telling it how to act and how to behave. There's another group called HUMAI, H-U-M-A-I, stands for Human Artificial Intelligence. There's a link there. These slides can be shared later. They want to resurrect humans within 30 years. That's their goal. That's their business goal. That's not me saying, that's their business goal. We're using artificial intelligence and nanotechnology to store data of conversational styles, behavioral patterns, thought processes, and information about how your body functions from the inside out. This data will be coded into multiple sensor technologies which will be built into an artificial body with the brain of a deceased human being. Now you think they're joking? They're serious. They're spending millions and billions on research. They are completely serious. And this is right now. To build a synthetic body, use your consciousness combined with AI in a brain and put that into the body in hopes to resurrect you. You'll be in a different form, but the essence will be you. That's why they want your information, your conversation, your voice tone, your voice pattern, voice recognition software, what you think like, what your habits are, what you perform like to build you stick you in a synthetic body with an AI brain. Are oh, you understanding where we are? Mark of the Beast technology is already here. The ability to transform any person is already here. The ability to network humans around the world is already here. These are not scare tactics, ladies and gentlemen. These are preparatory statements to make the body of Christ. We've been reading the Bible so long, I'm beginning to think a lot of people don't even believe it. Oh yeah, they're just saying it's the last days for like 40 years. My mama and them were talking about the last days back then. So people kind of, you know, put it on the shelf. Well, you know, they've been talking about Jesus coming since I was a little boy. He hasn't showed up yet. It's that kind of thinking, it's the thinking the devil wants. He wants you to go to sleep. He wants you to think, well, yeah, it's happening, but it's down the road somewhere. 
You know, one day they will get that. Do you know how? They will make a mark that every person, once you accept it, you are damned with those who accepted it. You're looking at the technology right there. That's why I say a genetic mark is more effective and more instant than any other physical prototype. You say, why do you say that? Well, left hand or right hand rather and forehead. What if you're an amputee? You don't have a right hand. If it's restricted to right hand, I, I can't, you don't have a right hand. I, there's nothing to put it in. All right. I hope you still have a forehead. <laughs> I could be wrong, but I hope that's still there. But, but the, the, the significance is this. How can I scan that? You'll see why I'm saying that a little bit later. How can I scan that mark? If it's a, if a physical mark, how can I scan that on your forehead? Yes, I, I hear you. I heard what you said. That's, that's true. However, look at the next example as we go deeper into this subject. So we know that there's programmable DNA. We know that there is the ability to change this corner. There you go. Why are they using 5G? What is, what is it about 5G that is so important that I'm linking the possible genetic trigger because I believe that 5G is a trigger? I believe it's a trigger. You don't have to believe it. But I have looked at this, and this seems very significant. 5G will not only offer faster broadband, that's what they're selling anyway. Oh, it's just faster broadband, that's all. It will also immerse every living creature in constant millimeter wave radiation, which creates a continuous control and command method to the nano particulate inside the body, as we just said. Both the three-strand DNA and the V2K, if you remember the V2K is the voice-to-skull technology, being able to transmit voices inside the human skull. We talked about that a couple of weeks ago. The WHO, which is the World Health Organization's International Agency for Research on Cancer, classified RFR, which is radiofrequency radiation, as a potential to be carcinogen and specified that the use of a mobile phones could lead to specific forms of brain tumors. Many studies have associated low-level RFR exposure with a litany of health effects, including DNA, single and double-strand breaks, which lead to cancer. Do you see the connection there? You break the genetic code with the use of the 5G, insert the third strand, which is the programmable DNA, and it's already in the, in the body. It's the perfect system. It's an open and closed case of being able to do this at a distance. The 5G range is at 60 gigahertz, which we have said, <coughs> affects the oxygen molecules causing oxidative damage, which leads to tissue deterioration and premature, premature aging. How is that? If you affect the oxygen molecules and the ability of the body to absorb oxygen, the flesh will what? Go into necrosis. It will begin to die. This, this is the kind of technology that we're standing in front of. Look at the line. I don't know if you can see it from here. I'll, I'll, I'll point it out. 
Disruption of cell metabolism occurs at 2.4 gigahertz. 2.4 gigahertz is what your Wi-Fi box is already emitting. That's now. Can you, 2.4 is down here. 5G will take it to 60. 60 gigahertz. Your, your brain's like, what in the world? Who is driving this thing? You, you're talking about affecting the metabolism of my cell structure at the level it's currently now. So why are you pushing it to 60 gigahertz? You think this is an accident? Or is this just about oh, faster broadband? No, ladies and gentlemen. The use of 5G will increase the permeability of the blood-brain barrier, also referred to as BBB. It restricts the passage of bacteria and toxins to the brain. That cell structure in your brain is preventing certain diseases from occurring in the brain. That's the blood-brain barrier. God put it there for a reason. 5G will affect the permeability. In other words, will make it thinner for the radiation to pass through that barrier and affect the brain. I can prove everything I'm saying. I have documents. I'm going to give you something. Actually, can you start to hand these out, my young assistants, to the households here? The, the households who are present, can I give you one of these? And if you have any spare, then you can give to individuals. So we want to look at what is happening and why. The RFR causes melatonin reduction, leading to insomnia, increasing risk of cancer. This is why persons sleeping next to their Wi-Fi can't sleep properly because of this. Disruption of blood-brain glucose or metabolism caused by low-level radiation frequencies. Generation of stress proteins leading to a myriad of diseases. This is low-level radiation before you get to the 5G level. As mentioned, the new 5G technology utilizes higher frequencies, millimeter wave bands, which give off the same dose of radiation as airport scanners. So what they are rolling us into will be the equivalent of walking around in front of a scanner at the airport all day long. Not, not able to come out from under that dosage. Austin, Texas is already trialing the 5G. The government is already approved. Yes, you can put those stations there. We in Britain usually get things at like a tail end. It usually starts in America, then it rolls this way. Which is why we're trying to get ahead of this rolling train to warn people in advance. Those in California are signing petitions. They're trying to fight it. But again, if men are asleep, the approvals have gone in before. I listened to a, 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 a it wasn't even an interview. It was just uh, President uh, Trump was being explained, he, they were explained to him about the 5, I think it was AT&T, about the 5G network. All they told him was that you get faster broadband, you get faster uploads, you can uh, download your movies quicker, uh, you'll have coverage. If I go from A to B, the next 
uh, antenna will pick you up in advance or if your cell phone would drop off, the next service will pick you up and you have uninterrupted service. And then what did he say? Well, tell me, well, what's standing in the way? He said, well, the, the gentleman, the salesperson said, well, it's the states. They are resistant and they're not giving us permits quickly enough. He said, well, let's see what we can do about that. Let's try to speed the process up. It's not a good thing. And that's all he asked. No medical examination, no in-depth study to say, what are the effects of this 5G radiation at 60 gigahertz on the human body? What are the effects? No questions asked. Rubber stamp, it'll make us money. Don't you get it? You're being invited to kill yourself. And you're going along with it without saying, what's the effect on my children and my children's children? Oh, Father, in the name of Jesus. That's why we're crying out, church, to warn people, not only is Jesus coming, not only is the Antichrist coming, this is happening before both events. Are you seeing this? The effects of this radiation on public health have yet to undergo the rigors of long-term testing. Now, the reason why I handed you what I've given you, I want you to see what I'm seeing. I don't want to just tell you they exist. You have a list of over 34 different studies and papers where you can go yourself and look at the effects of radiation research. Okay? So you can say, oh, well, the pastor said, you're sitting there with it in your hands. And anyone who hears online, if you ask me, I'll, I'll send you the link. You see two places where I've highlighted in pink. The campaign group that compiled this list is called Wi-Fi in Schools. Why? Because some parents were wise enough to ask the question, you're putting all these computer cells in the schools for the children. What is the effect of the Wi-Fi on my daughter? Her reproductive organs, you've heard me say it before. What is the effect of the Wi-Fi on my son? His reproductive organs. So many parents say, wait a minute, hold on. You're just throwing this Wi-Fi in the schools. You're not asking the parents anything. So Wi-Fi in schools is an organization that compiled this list. Their website is listed, schoolsfind.direct.gov.uk slash schoolsfinder. All of these papers on Wi-Fi, radiation, I can also just read a few. I don't want to read them all. If you look at number one, the immunohistopathological pathologic demonstration of gelatinous effects on the growing rat testes. That's how this Wi-Fi affects the testes themselves. Number two, the use of laptop computers connected to the internet through Wi-Fi decreases human sperm mortality, motility, and increases sperm DNA fragmentation. So it breaks down the sperm quality in the male person, making them less likely to be able to have children. Are you seeing this? You can go there to that website, read the paper for yourself. If you skip down, verse, uh, uh, verse <laughs> number seven, replication of heart rate Variability provocation study with 2.45 gigahertz cordless phone con confirms original findings. What is that talking about? If you have a cordless phone in your home, it is also emitting 2.4 gigahertz. I advise you to get rid of it and get a landline 
Because that phone, just like your Wi-Fi router, is admitting, I'm taking mine out, I just reminded myself, I, I was sort of already taking it out, that that phone itself, the base hub, is also emitting the same frequency, 2.4 gigahertz of radiation. I know persons who got phones in their kitchen, they're cooking, they have a microwave over here, they got a phone over there. Have you ever seen a kid throw something in the microwave and stand and look at it waiting for it to get done? Micro radiation blasting them in the face. Are you, folks, look at what you're, you have weapons in your hands. It's called knowledge. For you to go through here, you don't have to go through all of them. You go through a few of them, and you will see that there is documented evidence against radiation frequency poisoning around the globe. From 17 onward, these are similar microwave frequencies at low exposures, 6 volts, uh, microns there, electromagnetic waves at 900 megahertz, that's number 18. Uh, number 19, stimulation of the marine natural killer cells by weak electromagnetic waves at the center meter range. Ladies and gentlemen, I invite you, I, I ask you, please, become informed, become knowledgeable, understand what you are facing and your neighbors are facing. So why 5G? Because 5G is effective in delivering this mark of the beast system. I'm firmly believe that. And if there were no beast, if there were no mark, if there were no anything, it would still be dangerous. Just in what you're holding in your hands to see the effect of low level radiation. Now, look at how the dots further connect. When you look at the next slide here, Revelation 13, 16. We have already read it. I'll read a parcel of it again. And he calls it all both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark in their right hand or in their foreheads. And that no man might buy or sell. Underline those words if you're reading your Bible. That no man might buy or sell, save he that had the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Now we come to IOT. How many know what IOT stands for? I know I at least have one hand in the back, three hands in the front. IOT is the Internet of Things. We're saying the Bible is true. All this is now. What is the Internet of Things? It's about connecting devices over the Internet, letting them talk to us, applications and each other. So when you look at all the smart technology, which are listed at the bottom there, Smart cities, smart homes, smart devices, smart cars, all communicate with each other over Wi-Fi. So your TV is talking to your refrigerator. And your refrigerator is talking to your toaster. <laughs> you're, you're laughing, but I'm, I'm telling the truth. And your toaster is talking to the lights. And the lights are talking to your PC. This is a smart grid on a smart home where all the technology in your house communicates to each other. Which is why your rotor knows what channel you're watching on your television. Which is why your smart box knows what games you're playing. What internet sites you go to. It's all rolled into one grid. Now when you add this smart technology and you put on your smart watch. Or you go beyond. <laughs> she's looking around. 
if you go beyond that level and you understand nanotechnology operating inside of the body, third strand of DNA, now you become connected to the internet. And as you're driving down the street in your smart car, thinking about what you're going to have for dinner, your dinner begins to cook before you get there. And you walk in the house and the smart oven has made your dinner as according to your request. You say, all oh, that's fantasy. No, ladies and gentlemen, that is now. That's why if you are chipped with a microchip, you will say, oh, that's a physical property. The nano particulate are physical properties. They are programmable. This is why we started there with programmable DNA. And that programmable DNA is now, as you just heard the scientists say, we can write to with the laptop. That means it's connected to the what? Internet. Internet of things. So if they want to send a signal to us as a group and we're all chipped within, they send the same signal to every person. That's how the mark of the beast works. Now, look at the next line. Without the accepted DNA marker, you will not be able to enter commerce, talk to your bank account, transact by yourself. I'm seeing how the door closes now. Because if you are genetically linked with this mark to the Internet of Things, if you refuse it, we simply cut you off from access to resources. I don't even, I don't even know where you are physically. Say, oh, I'll go hide in the rocks. It won't matter. I'll go underground. It won't matter. That nanoparticulate tells the system where you are. Oh, I'll put on a mask and go try to buy some bread. No, no, no. Who is it? Uh, one of the stores has already rolled out. Uh, what is the name of the store that has already rolled out? Somebody can tell me this. Where you walk in and pick up what you want and just leave. What, what store is doing that now? Someone is already doing that where with your smart card in your bank account, you can walk in and just pick whatever you want off the shelf and just leave the store. I know you've seen the commercials, and they leave, I'm trying to the name of the, the actual stop. I know Amazon is one of those who's leading that research, but there's one particular store that's already got that technology on the shelves. Every item is barcoded. And as soon as you lift the item from the shelf, it automatically registers that you have taken that item and it's credited against your debit card or against your bank account. No checkout lines, and you just walk out of the store. It already knows. So if someone has their mobile, you can look that up while we're going. That's fine. If not, that's okay. It's not as essential as what I'm saying. The Internet of Things means being connected to the Internet. Many years ago, I was a very young, young minister. I don't know how he knew. I don't know who he was connected with. I believe he was ex-military. But he told me, and I was a very young person, before any of this, what I'm reading to you, even existed. He said to me, we will soon be on the Evernet. I said, what is that? He said, the Evernet is beyond the internet. It's when you are connected and you never come off the system. And I looked at him as if like, 
what are you talking about? To this day, I realized that man knew exactly what was going on. So the Evernet connects every living thing to the internet. And, and now, if you say, I resist, I don't want the mark. They called me up a few months ago and said, oh, don't you want a smart meter? I said, no way. And they said, well, hold on a minute. They went off the phone and they came back. Oh, can you tell us why you don't want it? And I said, look at wisdom here. I said, it's unnecessary for what we do here. <laughs> they were like, hmm. We have one that can see. We have one that can see. <laughs> At that point, they left me alone. But they're trying to figure out how can we get you more connected to the grid system. No, I don't want and I don't need a smart meter. I'm not going to use any more or any less electricity than I currently use. But it will always be sold under the guise of being beneficial to you. Make your own decisions, ladies and gentlemen, about your families. I'm not trying to tell you how to live or what to do. I'm showing you how this works. We're coming up on 10 minutes. Let's try to get a little bit further on today's session before we end. Now, those who worship the beast. This is why we are crying, why we are warning. Look at what happens to every person who accepts the mark. Revelation 14, 9. And the third angel followed them, saying with a loud voice, If any man, let those in the kitchen hear me. If any man worship the beast, those in the field hear me, and his image, and receive his mark in his forehead or in his hand, the same shall drink of the wine of the wrath of God, which is poured out without mixture into the cup of his indignation, that's his anger. And he shall be tormented with fire and brimstone in the presence of the holy angels, in the presence of the Lamb, and the smoke of their torment ascended up forever and ever. And they have no rest day nor night who worship the beast and his image and whosoever receiveth the mark of his name. Now if that's not a reason to avoid this, I don't know what planet you're living on. God is saying, I will personally judge every person who receives the Antichrist, the mark of the beast, who turns from me to that system. Do you not think that is serious? Forever and ever is a very long time, ladies and gentlemen. Now, at this point, I used to say, I'm not trying to scare folks, but at, at this point, I am, actually. I would rather a person be afraid and turn from their evil ways than to go to hell. Amen. I don't know about you. I'll, yeah, be afraid. Run. Get away from that. I don't want to see anybody. I believe God's word is true. He said, fire and brimstone tormented forever and ever. I didn't write that. It's already there. Mm -hmm. So is that not a reason to cry out to the Lord for the lost? Is that not a reason to make sure that you are not involved in this system? Yeah. That you're not accepting that mark or compromising in the name of Jesus? Can we stand together? Father, in Jesus' name. Help us understand all that is being said, Daddy God. 
Help us understand the technology to the level we need to understand it. Help us take the steps, the precautions to extract ourselves from those systems that would try to drag us in to the one world system. Daddy, give courage to every believer yes. to resist, to not go along with, to not give into yes, that which is clearly being marked out as the mark of the beast. And as the days go forward, give us sharpness of discerning and discernment to see exactly how these technologies come together so that we will not go blindly Amen. into any system. Open yes. our eyes, yes. open our understanding, yes. and our neighbors. Tell us to be bold enough to articulate and tell the truth to those in all the countries yes. about what is coming on the face of this earth. In the name of Jesus, Jesus stand it done. We receive it by faith. Yes, Father. Amen. Amen. Find your neighbor, your friend, your loved one. Put your arms around them and say, you will not receive the mark of the beast. Amen. <laughs>